You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 yeah. FM ESPN. Yeah. All right. Always new women got to keep a balance. The girl of your dreams to me is probably not a challenge. I've been counted out so many times I couldn't count it. Funny how now my accountant is having trouble trying to count it to the people that think that I owe you. Payback's a big weekend. Lots of action. As we know, football playoffs get underway. I will be a busy man. Join me. Don't. Meet me there, beat me there, Superbook. Superbook has over three decades of sports wagering experience in Las Vegas. You're going to get the best odds anywhere as we head into the football playoffs. Best odds, you can shop around. I'm telling you, the best numbers are going to be on Superbook. They got special odds boosts. They got promotions. It's a book for betters. They know what they're doing and want to win money. So make 2023 the year when you win money from Vegas. Download the Superbook Sports app right now. Place your bets. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-889-9789. We're going to talk to Uncle Phil at 125. Uh, went over sort of the, the slate with him a little bit last night over the phone. So I don't think he has, um, you know, 15 different picks, but I think he's got some angles that he's looking at, right, for this weekend. Um, and so we'll go over the slate with him and just how do you attack it? How do you attack this week from a, you know, a handicap and a yeah. wagering perspective? Um, because, look, I mean, these games are either really tight or the numbers are damn, are huge, you know? I mean, you've got the Jags right now, which is it's Jags charge is basically a pick em. You've got Bucks, uh Cowboys, a pick em, as far as I'm concerned. Then Giants, Vikings is a pick up. Or you have Bengals, Ravens, huge number. 49ers, Seahawks, huge number. And Dolphins, Villas, huge number. So this, you kind of have both ends of the spectrum here this weekend. So we'll get into all of that with Uncle Phil uh, at 125. But for now, we got to do the rundown. Let's get it. Now, it's the rundown presented by Trippet Insurance. Trippet Insurance at 6462 Stage Road in Bartlett. Depend on your local insurance agent. Trippet Insurance at 901-365-1472. Online at TrippetAgency.com. The rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM. ESPN first story. All right, so I uh, want to talk a little bit about uh, Memphis football. I want to talk a little bit about college football, and I want to talk a little bit about NIL. This is all sort of a, 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 three stories wrapped up in one. Um, okay. But I but I have some thoughts here. Uh, Memphis lost another player to the transfer portal after we got off the show yesterday. Asa Martin, who again was a relevant player for them. How many yards he had? Four or five hundred? Four thirty-five, but seven TDs. Yeah, so it was a relevant player for them. Uh, certainly one of the 
you know, two caught thirty six passes for three hundred yards. Yeah, he was he was a is an important skill position player for them. Um, what I can tell you is that from my understanding, this is not nil related. That one is not. Yeah, this one. Uh, Javon Ivory was nil related. Eddie Lewis was nil related. This one was not nil related. Caden Prescorn was nil related. Yep. This one's not. This one is. Um, this one is competition related. Memphis just brought in the kid from Mississippi State, who was a four star two years ago, three Kutravian, years ago. Yep. Harbor. And then they also brought in the old Dominion transfer, Blake Watson, to add to a running back room that includes Sutton Smith and Jay Ducker. Ducker. So I think this was just a deal where Ace is looking for a little bit more consistent playing time, and that's the way she goes. So that's that's that on that. But I also wanted to talk a little bit about NIL and how this is shaping college athletics. I don't know how many of you are up on what is happening in the state of Florida and with the University of Florida, but uh, earlier in the summer, they got a commitment from a young man named Jaden Rashada. Okay. You know about Jaden Rashada? Um, I've been alerted to it. Jaden Rashada is a five-star quarterback, four-star composite over at 247 Sports. He's from Pittsburgh, California. Oh, okay. It's curveball. I don't want you to get confused and think he's from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, but you put the little pause in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you know there was a Pittsburgh, California? I'm going to be honest, I didn't. And didn't I'm either. 46. I didn't either. There's no H on it. So the more you know, the more you know. That's not important. We're not no. here to talk about the, the history, the civic history of Pittsburgh, well, California. Well, thank you. We're here to talk about why Jaden Rashada matters. Uh, he has signed to Florida, uh, and he's, his plan was to enroll in the spring. And I, I compete for the job is probably strong. They brought in Graham Mertz from Wisconsin in the transfer portal. Okay, but be ready for when he is he is done and he is moving on to take that job. Well, the report is that Jaden Rashada, um, he, I believe he initially committed to Miami. Um, he got a thirteen million dollar contract offer from Florida to do this, to flip from Miami. Good grief! And to go ultimately to Florida, thirteen million dollar. Contract. How many years? I'm assuming for the life of his time. I mean, I I don't think he's getting 13 million dollars a year. Right. But but how do you do, how do you write a contract like that that says okay if, if you're here for two we'll get you to the 13 no, in that's two years. That's if you're here for four we'll pay this over which, four years. I unfortunately don't know how the contract was. It's just wild. Written. I don't yeah. know. That but, we're but the number was 13 million. With, yeah. That was the number. That's crazy. So let's say okay, you're in you're in school for if you, maybe it's again I'm speculating here. If you if you uh you know go three years, we'll make sure you you, you know and then go to the draft. We'll get you your 13 million again. I don't know, but but that is uh, yeah, 13 is crazy. But I, the, I know that Tennessee thing it, I read was eight. It's million. the record. It's the record yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. Here's here's why this is even a, a story now. He signed. He was about to enroll. Except he didn't. Why? He didn't. What? Thirty million. Now there are reports that Florida is balking. Their collective is balking at paying the thirteen million dollars to Jaden Rashada. And well, it's too late for that. Y'all got a contract. And they have since come back and said, "We'll pay you a different number. We'll pay you. We'll pay you less than thirteen million. We'll pay you seven figures." But we're not going to pay you thirteen million dollars, and so now there is this holdup. There is this, you know, uh, standoff between Jaden Rashada's family and the, the, you know, the Florida Gators over the thirteen million dollars that was signed and agreed upon. Um, and and I don't know how it's going to end. Uh, I don't know if 
litigation is a thing that could happen. I don't know if that's possible because he hasn't technically played yet. Mm. So I don't know if there's some language in there for uh, the collective to get out of it. Um, but I will tell you, A, if Florida can't come up with it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know it's $13 million, but this is like top of the top of the food chain here. And they're even they're like, uh, we ain't doing this. Um, it does kind of make you wonder about the rest of the country and the rest of the sport. But I, but I also feel like my takeaway is this. I don't feel like my takeaway is this. I know my takeaway is this. NIL is a bubble, much like cryptocurrency, much like dot-com in the 2000s. It's a bubble. Now, I don't, I don't think it's going to go away. I don't think that's going to happen. But I think what's going to happen, and, and, and incidents like this speed it up, this bubble is going to pop, and the market is going to resettle so dramatically lower mm-hmm. that it won't be as much of a talking point as it is today in three to four years. Is my guess. Oh, well, I like that. I mean, I, 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 I can, I see the logic and the theory, and I think I would subscribe to it. Players are going to get paid to play because this is getting crazy. Oh, it's getting crazy. You can't. That number can't keep going up. It can't. It's because it. I, I don't, a thirteen million dollars. You're not getting an ROI on eight million for the kid at Tennessee. You're not getting an ROI on because these kids. Just as, as as soon as they could come in and be amazing, what's the likelihood? The likelihood What happens is, when they stink? And that's when the boosters are going to push back. Yeah, and say, I ain't paying that. Remember what happened here. I, I did that the first that's time. That's exactly It's still no, new. You're right about the we bubble. don't have those cases yet. Mm-hmm. We don't have four or five oh, years of it. They're this. just going to get started you know? here. And it's not like an NFL, it's mm. not like an NFL team that gets <laughs> – you know, or an NBA team that gets revenue and ticket sales. You know, this money is coming from boosters who don't have unlimited money to dedicate to their fandom. You know, I mean, we're talking about tens of millions of dollars here. So I think what ends up happening is some boat boosters, as we've already talked about it, Mibs ain't even playing the game. They're like, we, ain't even, we ain't even doing this. We don't want to do it. We're not getting Saw that involved. from your piece. But I think the other side of that is some boosters are going to play the game. They're going to get burned by the game, and they're going to elect not to play it anymore. And they're going to say, "Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do a lot of things. I'll, I'll give to a facility. I'll give to this. I'll give to that. But I'm not paying a player to come to this school because a kid may go there and he may transfer. A kid may go there and he may stink. I mean, <clears throat> the odds, the odds of you ever getting a decent ROI on that much money yeah. are just to me uh, nil. They're just, they're just minimal. So I get, I, I think." Kids are like the most sustainable part to me about NIL is not pay for play. It's a business going to Jaden Rashada, Seth Hennigan, Graham Mertz, pick a name, and saying, "Hey, post uh, an endorsement of my business on your Instagram where you have hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of followers. Tag us in it, you know, and and we'll give you a promo code, whatever. That's sustainable. I think that could work. I could get a kid on video saying, "Hey, my name is blah blah blah. I just want to tell you about my friends at X, Y, and Z HVAC." Mm-hmm. They're the best in town. They're the, they're the only HVAC company I would ever consider using in Gainesville. And if you're a Florida Gator fan, you should be using them. Boom. That's effective. That can sustain. But this whole idea to me I think you're right. of I'm going to give this kid $10 million for nothing to come play. This is really good, John. I think those days will end sooner than later. Sooner than later. Um, even for the big schools. Even for the SEC. Um, and I still think for the majority, like Alabama, like the boosters are just going to trust that Nick Saban for as long as he's there. These kids, again, they'll get paid. 
but it ain't going to be this. Well, they're actually the lucky ones because the market's going to reset itself. Yes. Yes. These ones that are cashing in on these big ones right now, oh, they, they, uh, if they get a dollar of take it, advantage. They, do it now. Take advantage. Because exactly. I'm, I'm with you. They're it's a wild reset west right now. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I think in, when huh. we get to tw- 2025, 2026, man, the days of the NIL, like people saying, this is ruining co- It ain't going to be a talking point anymore because boosters ain't going to do it. Again, this is different than the NFL. The NFL and the NBA pay guys guaranteed contracts because why? Because they have ticket sales, they have concessions, they have merchandise, they have money continually rolling through and funneling through the organization. Whereas these boosters are not part of the of the college football rep. They don't get a kickback for this. This is just a donation. This is just a you know, hey, I'm gonna give you this and and do with it what you will. They don't. This isn't like an investment. Somebody comes to me and they says they say, "Hey, John, give me ten thousand dollars. Invest in this uh, college basketball game, and we'll make you money." That's not what's happening here. Mm-hmm. You're doing it out of the kindness of your heart because you're a fan of the program, not as an investment. And if I and if I know anything about people who have money, they don't like throwing it away, and they're not going to keep doing it. So I think this Jaden Rashad moment. I don't know what's going to happen, but I think it's going to be a watershed moment when we talk about the future of NIL. And boosters at some point, like they balked on this. They said we're not doing it. They said we're not coming up with thirteen million dollars for this kid who is. Well, my thing is, who agreed to it in the first place? Then was it you group of boosters? Well, so what happens is, I, and, I, and I actually asked a prominent booster about this. I said, what happens here? How does this get agreed upon and then not followed through with? And he said, what happens is these boosters go out to drink with the coach, and they get you know they have a few drinks. The money, you know, the drinks are flowing. Times are good and. They commit when they're under the influence, and they wake up the next day like, oh, my God, what have I done? I can't believe I've done this. Wife talks to them, yeah. and they change that's that it, tune. That's exactly right. It's like, how am I going to explain to my wife that I just committed to give $13 million to a high school quarterback? Yeah. And it's, not, and it's not $13 million, but if it's like a one and a half, It doesn't matter if it's million. ten grand or $2 million, man. I mean, there ain't many, there ain't many players <sighs> I would bet anywhere close to that much money on come out of high school in football. You know, well, you're you're just gonna have to go out and find a new set of boosters because those are so used to uh, uh, the old school way. Um, the money will get so outrageous, you won't have a choice. But will that money be there? That new group of boosters? No. If Memphis could do that, they'd snap its fingers. That's right. So that's why I, that's why I think there's, you know, there's logic in your theory that it'll burst. I, they're gonna pay it. They'll pay. It'll it. just be on a much lower scale. That's exactly right. Like, they're not going to stop because yes. they want, they'll want to be competitive just right. like they always have. But once the market yes. resets. That's exactly right. Like I think like a, a guy like Caden Prescorn getting $400,000, I don't think that will change. Like I think a guy like that could get you know s- s- mid-six figures, maybe a little lower. But I don't think that's what's going to go away. I think what's going to go away, though, is these like – Million dollars. My deals. guess is the kid at Tennessee is not going to be very good because like how many are? How many quarterbacks come in – Ballyhooed, whatever, and and live well, up. He's to, pretty highly ranked, isn't he? He is. <clears throat> but again, what if it takes three years for this kid to be good? Bush gonna play. It took me three years to get any kind of like life out of my huge investment. It all goes back to the same place. It's all. It's all about. Do I want to keep doing this? Do I want to keep throwing darts at these kids who in high school are? I mean, it's complete. Well. You know, even with that, if you're Memphis and you pony up to your top number for said kid, let's call it Caden Prescorn. Yep. 
you're always a shark away, much like in the real world. Oh, yeah. From, from that SEC shark coming in and saying, yeah, we realize oh, yeah. y'all were doing half mil. That's right. We about, to, we about to up the ante here for your junior. But I think even like, you know, even if you're a place like Memphis and you say, okay, I'm going to go to my top dollar, like it's just a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure on everybody involved to like meet. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That sucks. It's like I, I gave you everything I had, and you and you, you know, you threw 12 picks this year. Like you know, whatever. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's just it's it's a lot of. Uh, Nico is the Tennessee quarterback's yeah. name. Yeah, I, I am oh. a Leva. Yeah, so it's, I mean, I think we yeah. Apparently, he's but amazing. Nico huh? is the yeah. He's got eight million dollar deal. I mean, he, oh like, my god. You you you, you John's the one on my god about that. It's up to 13 for this Florida quarterback. You assume he's going amazing. He's got eight million. You better be good. Well, to your point, you better be good. Like, like if somebody on, came, if, if somebody came to me, like let's say I was in a position to like be Ryan Silverfield's benefactor. You know what I'm saying? And he came to me and said, "John, I need three million dollars." Y'all having a drink? Oh, we gonna need multiple. Some. He's gonna try to get you drunk to get it. Oh right? yeah, that's no, what, you, that's have, what he's I mean, saying. The house is going down. The tequila bottle. <laughs> I mean, three million. Who we got? Oh y'all know yeah. shot. Oh, heavy. We got uh, who, who's the kid going to Texas? The Manning kid. What's his name? The, uh, Arch. Is it Arch Manning? Yeah. That's we, it. We yep. get Arch Manning? Yeah. I, I guess I might do three million for Arch Manning, but I ain't doing My three million God. for this damn uh, defensive too. tackle. You ain't gonna do no three. You I'm saying if I was in a position mm-hmm. to do three million, mm-hmm. if Ryan Silverfield came to me and said, "Hey, I need three thousand. I'm like, I'm gonna need to see some HUDL highlights. I need to see like, like a lot. What is my, Memphis doing to get Mikey to come here next year? Well, see, now that's different a, level, yeah. bro. There's somebody for the basketball side. His name yes. is Bill Lori. Yes. And there's, you know, Penny Hardaway. Yeah, I don't, I'm not trying to derail your segment. I'm just, I, I'm. You're not totally at all. You're asking a good question, but we've, we've, we've answered. They don't have the same challenge. And I would also look at what they get. No, Kendrick I know Davis. that. I know that. But I, the number we don't get to hear is what I, I'm saying. I would I mean, also, we've we've kind of heard where Prescorn is for football. We don't know what Mikey Ish is is getting. If you know what I'm saying. My argument for basketball would be it's easier to evaluate and it's easier to. Uh, it, a guy can come in as a true freshman in basketball and be awesome. We've seen it. You know, Jalen Durham was right. awesome. Uh, Mikey Williams could come in here next season and and he could be amazing. He could light the world on fire. Like I, I would do it in basketball. I would do it if I was a booster. And I, I don't know how. I, I mean, Memphis boosters would probably tell you a different story. But if I was a Memphis booster, if I want ROI, like feel it, I would do basketball because it's just it, it's quicker. And it's a little bit easier to identify. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? You can see it on the court, too, because there's only five dudes. Right. Whereas football, it's a, it's a physical thing. It's a mental thing. It takes two, three years to truly become the best version of yourself. You know? I mean, in, in, in NBA, I just or basketball, I just feel like you're going to notice it a little bit. Like, I can I can evaluate a little. When I, I don't know what I'm watching sometimes when I'm watching high school football. I have no idea. I, I can't, How can I tell whether this kid's going to be good or not? I have no clue. Um, the other side of that is it's a completely different conversation. You mentioned Mikey could come and be great. Yeah, sure. Mikey could also quit after 10 games because the guy's true. already got a shoe deal. That's true. You're talking about how different it is now. You already got a shoe deal with Puma. You already got money. That's true. Oh, in other words, you know, you don't, you don't like the way this is going. I already to my point, yeah. there's a big difference between him and a Jonathan Lawson, right, who right. who is willing to redshirt and be because yeah. you tell him, okay, well, took it, you know, got a relationship with your family and everything. Mikey Williams already got millions reportedly with this Puma deal. So if it's not going well, yeah. kid's already got money in his pocket. That's, that's just what scares me. But it, it, it's just another part of John's larger conversation here about NIL and everything else. These dudes coming in with money in their pocket. I don't care what I, conference. I, how you keep them in the fold if things go wrong? When you're, you know, typically uh, in college basketball, you just say, well, yeah, you know, fight through it, kid. Go yeah. through the adversity. These kids going to walk away, you know, when, they, when they've already got some in their pocket. And, again, I think, I think these – 
I mean, most of these boosters obviously are older. You know, they're they're business oriented. I think they are just going to get jaded. I think no matter what conference they're coming from, when it goes wrong, and ha- depending on how often it goes wrong, I just think they're going to be jaded. And some of them are just gonna be like, "Don't call me anymore about giving money for a player. Just don't, don't. I'm not, I'm not doing it because the price tag. Now that the stuff is public, right? There's a market, yeah. <laughs> right? So there, <laughs> so there didn't used to be a market. There did not used to be a public like, all right, this guy went for one, X, right, Y, and Z. Right, this guy one. went for X, Y, and Z. It was just like some schools offered money under the table and some schools didn't. And so now, though, Jaden Rashada's family goes to, you know, ES Pinner the Athletic and says, hey, this kid got $8 million. We're easily worth double that or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And they get it or what well, they thought they got. So that's that's what's different now mm. in this day and age is that it's all public. There's all the market, and bro, this is not the NFL. You know, this is not the NFL where there's a salary cap and there's revenue and all these things. So this is this is uh, the wild wild west, and it's not sustainable, and it won't be sustainable. It's going to be a dramatic collapse again. Players will like get the paid. housing market back in what was the that? the big short. Oh wait, the, the, the NIL is the right. big yeah. short, bro. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Bubble. Gonna blow up. And I think we're gonna look back. We're gonna say, Tom's like. Remember when? Um, hey, save this, Brad, for the uh, for when this happens, so we can play it back. There was another I think one. John's gonna Six be right about nights. this. People one. are so interested in this he, because they're no. it's just, uh, it's something. Now he's gonna be wrong about Cowboys this weekend, but yeah. in a few years he'll be right about this. Bubble. Remember when um the Miami basketball player said, well, "I'm transferring yeah, yeah, unless Miami nice. gives me money." Sure. You know incidents that, like that. That ain't gonna last forever, bro. But boosters are not just gonna just be willy nilly happy to just okay hold me hostage and uh, or else you'll try like they'll be like go, go you know go somewhere else, dude. I don't you know I, we'll get somebody else. I hope it doesn't burst before CJ's nil ready. Well, I, I, I'm oh, afraid yeah. it will. Afraid it will. But again, we players, can't hold it out a few more years. Players get paid. Players will get paid. It'll be a net positive. Yeah, but we're only gonna get fifty thousand. Right. You will have to. <laughs> you exactly. And which you should be very grateful to get. Which you should be very grateful to get. Fifty thousand dollars to go play sports? Can you imagine? That's pretty amazing, dude. This just this dude had thirteen million dollar deal. Yeah, but he really didn't because it's a thousand peanuts. They don't have it. They don't have the money. They ain't paying. So then now, so now you know, he'll get that down to eight or ten. He'll get like eight point one. I know. I need to see the terms of this deal. Like, can you get out of this? I take him to court. They, I think that is being explored. Or is it like an NFL contract? It's basically just worth the. Well, like how can you how can you the, hold Florida's collective to it though? Because he didn't play a game yet. It'd be one thing if he suited up and took right. a snap, you know, and now they're on the hook. But he hasn't played That's yet. That's true. You know, Florida, I'm sure, has some protections in there about like hey, if you you know get hurt or if you transfer or we change our minds about you. I'd have Morgan and Morgan on it. Well, that's I'm sure they'll call him. Y'all, you already know Morgan and Morgan. See that price? Oh, 13 million. Morgan, okay, Morgan. my fee is 20 percent. My fee is 20%, and so we'll be on the case. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They'll so, get it. Anyway, so it's a new world. Thank you for that, John. What an NIL. education we got. Bubba's um, going to burst. Yeah, at some point. I don't know when, but it, it is going to happen. Next story. Next story. That was good. Grizzlies. Yeah, it sounded a lot like it, actually. Not playing tonight. Going to be playing tomorrow night against Indiana. We've touched on this a little bit, that Tyrese Halliburton uh, going to be out and that the Pacers will be on the second night of a back-to-back. They have got the Hawks tonight uh, before they've got the Grizzlies coming in there on Saturday. And after that, uh, we'll just make it a whole weekend. It, it, first off, it marks the first of a six-game and ten-day stretch 
for the Grizzlies, this Indiana game. Yeah, you're going to be right back home on Monday for the MLK Junior Day celebration game against Phoenix. That game, 5 p.m. tip, will be televised, obviously, on TNT. But, you know, you look at this upcoming schedule, Indiana on the road, Phoenix, Cleveland, uh, best defensive team in the league, Lakers, who we just saw go down to Luke at the hands of Luke last night, then at Phoenix, at, at Sacramento, certainly better in terms of competition level than what you've been pa- facing over the last few games. So an opportunity for the Grizzlies going to be busy here over the next 10 days. We discussed MLK Day, uh, the celebration down there. Uh, among the honorees this year, Luol Dang, former uh, Chicago Bull, uh, Gary Payton as well, the glove, uh, big philanthropic uh, in terms of uh, – I was reading about it in the in the press release. I didn't I didn't realize in terms of how much Gary Payton had given back. Uh, so they are among the the honorees. I believe Nancy Lieberman. I don't want to leave anybody anybody out. I know those are among them. Uh, should be a fantastic day as usual, like it is. We'll be here uh, for you, of course, on on Monday. But back to uh, Grizzlies, as we've said, uh, eight in a row at this point, and we touched on with Anthony saying, I think. You know, for Taylor Jenkins through the first half of this season, I think he should be higher on some Coach of the Year lists and everything else, having finished second last year. Pulling that team out of that four or five patch after they'd won seven in a row, had some success in it, certainly feeling themselves. We knew that from the jaw quote, not concerned about anybody in the West, all that stuff. The way he's pulled them out since that patch, eight in a row, to have them all back on the same page, I realize a lot of that is Jaron Jackson. A lot of it's Ja Morant and those players. Tyus Jones certainly had his hand in this when, uh, when Ja's been out. But that is that j- the job of your head coach, that, right? Not, it, not just being words that we have to refine our identity, but getting your guys back to that. So, so again, you, you win seven, get uh, successful to a point that maybe you're even, you think you've reached the mountaintop. You get humbled. Your coach says as much. And then you're you're back on the train, not taking anyone. Some of these have been close for granted in maybe the way that you were doing during that rough patch. So, and more and more, most importantly, playing the kind of defense, especially with Jaron terrorizing opponents uh, that we've come to expect from this team, which is now second, just a couple of tenths of a point behind the Cleveland Cavaliers in defensive rating. So, hopefully, the Grizzlies keep it going. Hopefully, Desmond Bain continues to be able to to manage that pain or or whatever else seems like he's going to have to deal with that toe afterwards from the. J.J. Redick uh, podcast that John mentioned, Bain said it's, it's going to be an issue. Uh, hopefully that continues at least to be one, a manageable one. And, and this too, that Zaire Williams continues to find his legs. You're seeing signs of him being that guy for the second unit, that scoring uh, option for you on the wing that you'd wanted him to be in year two. Weren't expecting a, necessarily a Bain-type jump, but you like what you've seen from him lately. So hopefully it continues. Uh, again, Indiana coming up tomorrow night. They've got Atlanta tonight. Hopefully for the Grizzlies, it's nine straight before MLK Day. Next story. All right, so uh, some news in uh, in the NFL. Touched on it a little bit earlier in the show, but in case you missed it, this could have a, a, a big impact. Mike Williams is officially out. He got a back fracture. Initially, it was it was it was hoped that uh, you know it was it was less serious than that. Good grief! Yeah, how was we ever questionable with a back fracture? But uh, a, a day after, Brandon Staley said. Mike Williams will travel with the team and, quote, the reps aren't what matter, the rest is. Mike Williams has been ruled out for at least two to three weeks. So the only chance he would have of playing again this season would be if the Chargers, in fact, make the Super Bowl. 
um, which I don't, I don't think either of us believes is possible. I, I think we both think they're losing this weekend. So mm-hmm. how can you win the Super Bowl if you lose on Saturday to the Jacksonville Jaguars? You just simply cannot do that. Peterson coming. Um, so, so look, this actually, this actually, you know, I know it's just one receiver, and, and typically, you know, a, a number two receiver doesn't make this much of a difference. And the number has not moved um, from Jags plus one and a half. So I think this was kind of priced in. I think, I think the books kind of expected Mike Williams not to play. Um, but it does have a significant impact on that Chargers offense. When he's in the game with Keenan Allen, I mean, they are a potent attack. You have Mike Williams, you have Keenan Allen, you got Josh Palmer who's come on, you have Austin Eckler who's a good for 12 receptions a game, you know, back there. That's almost what it is. With Herbert. But, look, I think I, I think you're going to see, you know, and, and if you – I've watched a little bit of the Chargers this season, like Herbert – Struggles to throw touchdowns when he doesn't have those two in. I mean, he can move the ball. He can make some amazing throws. But in terms of punching it in when you get inside the red zone, things like that, you know, that's where you need Mike Williams. This, to me, feels like the impact it has on Jacksonville's game is they're going to be able to move the ball. Herbert's going to be great. But they're going to be settling for three instead of getting six without Mike Williams. And in a playoff game, those points that you leave on the field, they add up. And I don't think that's going to be the the case for Jacksonville. Jacksonville's hot. They're healthier. Mm. They have a massive advantage in the coaching department. Um, and I just think they're gonna they're gonna find a way to get it done. I mean, their receivers aren't sexy at all. But Christian Kirk, you got to say, has been a surprise this season um, as the quote unquote number one. I mean, they kind of do it by committee. But you've still got Marvin Jones, who's a vet. Zay Jones is a very reliable um, target. You better had mentioned Zay. Uh, Evan Ingram has like come from nowhere. Yeah, all of a sudden he's good. Yeah, like what the hell is going on there? He's like throwing it back to 2016. I mean, just wasted. And then you have Travis. Part of that was on him with the Giants, though. Um, it's and, the Giants, right? That's where he was. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> they took him high. I remember. Yeah, he was a first round pick. Now he looks like one again. Yeah, this is like this is I, this might be the best season statistically of his career, bro. I, th- I think it is. He, well, let's see, 98 yards, no, 73 receptions, 766 yards, four touchdowns. Let's see. Yeah, he might have had one better season with the Giants. His rookie year, mm-hmm. he had 64 for 722 and six touchdowns, but he's got more receptions, more yards. I mean, I, I, with fewer targets, by the way. This is his best season. This is his best season. And he's with a good one. He's with a QB on the way up. That's exactly right. So I, just, I think this is the moment where Trevor Lawrence kind of, you know, he arrives. This is it. My gosh, the quarterbacks in the AFC. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we we haven't even talked about him. It's freaking ridiculous. I mean, now that he's with Peterson, I believe you got to feel again. like if you're a Jags fan, they're gonna run the AFC South for a long time. Depending upon who the Colts get, right? They, I mean, highly. I mean, it's got to be like a a monster. But you're built right. Colts are always trying to replace quarterback. Replace yeah, and quarterback. they and they're gonna and if they to, do it, try to do it the right way and go out and get a young one. Go find those five years. It's gonna take a minute. Yeah. So to your yeah. point, I mean, it's right now. Put for a mandate on it. Titans window. We've already talked about window closed. That's exactly right. So yeah, I mean, I think this is the. Uh, I think without Mike Williams, and then of course it, it it just opens up that decision again last week. Well, I don't know what they were doing. I don't know what Brandon Staley was doing. And then by the way, they lost the damn game. They didn't even beat the Broncos. They lost the game. They lost their number two receiver, and they lost the game. That that one will never make sense. That game and that decision-making will just truly never make sense to me. Don't let Khalil Mack stop believing in Staley. He'll quit. He will. Maybe mid-game. No effort. We know that. I think Bosa's going to go. 
Um, well, he's he, he's nonstop. He got a motor won't turn off. But Jacksonville, so you got him again. Jacksonville's offensive line held up damn well last weekend. They only allowed one sack against. I mean, against a really good t- Titans defensive line. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they're probably not as good as Char- the Chargers. Built run, but yes, they had they got you know with Je- Jeffrey Simmons a load. Yes, he is. It's built more to stop the run, though. In terms Jeffrey of like Simmons is a better player today than Khalil Mack, you would say. A thousand percent. Not Joey. Because one of them's still hungry. Right. Not Joey, but definitely Khalil Mack. Heck yes. Would you say he's better than Joey? And I bet you the peers would. I'll bet so. you where he ranks in that NFL ranking that's on uh, the network uh, next year, uh, it, 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 there's a good chance it's higher. I don't know. A lot of people like, yeah, yeah, I'd put him up there. I think people think of him as the next Aaron Donald. Maybe so. Maybe so. Just in terms of defensive tackle that creates chaos, you know, best in the NFL. I think he's up there now, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's only 25 years old. I know. I mean, he's got a long, long time. Long time. Um, so, yeah, that's the big news in terms of this weekend. Um, You'd this- like to have him, wouldn't you? <laughs> who? Everybody would. Which Who? who? Uh, uh, Big DT, you'd like uh, Simmons? Yes, oh, yeah. everybody would. RD, I mean, our our because y'all are mess. Just, uh, yeah, it's it's horrible. Um, I did find this stat um, from, and we'll talk to Uncle Phil and get the handicapping side, the wagering side. So if you want to make some money, you will stay locked in Better. until one twenty-five. But uh, there are two games this weekend that are the least popular in terms of uh, ticket number in the last twenty years in the playoffs, and those are the uh, Dolphins. Plus thirteen and a half against the Bills, and Trash then the game. Ravens plus nine. Who I know, um, Snoop, Lamar's not playing. Snoop Huntley's making progress, but sounds almost like Anthony Brown is going to be the starter. And I think the number kind of reflects that at nine. Yes. I don't think Snoop Huntley would be a nine-point dog, but maybe I'm wrong. Did you see Stephen A. make a few headlines by saying that Baltimore should trade Lamar? It's got my man T. Shane down in Miami real anxious. Oh, that's where they would go, huh? Mm-hmm. Maybe. They got to see where Tua is. Everybody says how, I think it was Diana Rossini this morning said, but why would you do that? Because you're so built around Lamar. You built around Lamar's rookie deal. Mm-hmm. That's what you're built around. Mm-hmm. It, it changes once you pay him and you look at their hesitance to do so. That team's built around him, yes, but it's built around him having a, on a rookie deal. So, I don't know, man. I, I, it just seems to me like Lamar wants, he's reached a point where he's fed up. You know, we 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 don't know. We're not in there. We're not doctors. How that knee is, or what it's you know what it's. I I I would lean towards believing him because he's been the guy who's selfless, not selfish. But at some point in your NFL career too, and especially when a team is not you know giving you what you, what you've earned, you have to be selfish. And I'm I wonder if that's what this is. I'm not playing until I've got something. You know, franchise me. Whatever you're gonna do. Yeah, we'll see. I did. That thing's got to come to a head. Lamar and Baltimore. Yeah. By the way, just in terms of the the ticket numbers, there least popular over the last twenty years, only ten teams have closed with thirty percent of tickets or fewer in the playoffs. Those teams are three and seven straight up. They are three and seven against the spread. So that does not bode well for our friends in Miami or our friends in Baltimore. But uh, kicks off. All the action kicks off tomorrow with Seattle and San Francisco. Next story. I got one more just because I found this interesting. Are you guys aware of who Olivia Dunn is? Does the name ring any bells? Like it should, but it doesn't. No. Olivia Dunn is a gymnast at LSU. She's a TikTok influencer with 6.7 million followers, and she's the highest-earning woman in college athletics. Okay? So, and she's 
obviously very pretty and everything else. So I don't if you if you check her out, Olivia Dunn. She apparently is creating so much of a hubbub. Her following is creating so much of a hubbub. Now her following is what's gotten her paid. We've talked about that. These these college athletes go into it. John's touched on this with NIL. You know, ton of followers. These these companies they see you as as profitable. They give you deals. And as we've said, she's got the deals. But now we're talking her following in terms of actual physically being there. So these young, her, most of her following is young men, obviously very smitten with her. Um, they're going basically, Brad, to these gymnastics meets, and they're creating such a hubbub screaming for her that it's throwing off the old you know, gymnastics tradition of, listen, there are times where you get quiet Right? These dudes don't care. They're coming in with their signs. It's live, 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 live. Apparently they're screaming her name. This story's over at Sports Center. The uh f- the the old time gymnastics folks are disgusted. They want this to stop, essentially. They've never had a celebrity a, like of this caliber. Someone a, a woman who's got this sort of following. Again, she's an LSU athlete. If you don't know Olivia Dunn, you should you should look her up. Yeah. Um, again, highest here. earning woman in college athletics. Um, but basically, these this ESPN analyst and former member of the U.S. Olympic gymnastics teams back in 08, he tweeted a video of these kids and and young men screaming for Livy. And this is the old gymnastics approach, uh, a sort of you know, down your nose thing. I'm t- this is actually so scary and disturbing and cringy. I'm embarrassed for them, he says. And so, again, uh, what LSU has come out and done, here, the news is they've upped security because the security after the, these fans have disrupted these meets, trying to keep this horde, this pack of, let's be real, horny young men <laughs> yeah. from ruining gymnastic events. And, and listen, she's even put out a statement to these, some of these cringe followers of hers that, listen, I, I appreciate you guys. Heck, they're part of the reason why she's, she's the highest – earning woman in college athletics, but she's also had to tell them to calm down. I'm, I'm going to get real serious. St- you have to be careful with this stuff because, again, have you seen that it's – I think it's Kobe's daughter mm-hmm. who was getting stalked. Mm-hmm. Like the guy came up to the USC campus, mm-hmm. was found on camera and everything else. She's had to get a restraining order, everything else, because he's got gun charges and everything. That's what I worry about with this, and clearly LSU is concerned enough that they're up in security. But, yeah, this this the, – this girl, she, she's changed, this young lady has changed college uh, gymnastics meets in the sense that she's bringing this huge throng of fans to see her, you know, do her stuff, but she's, you know, they don't know when to shut up and be quiet. According to her Wikipedia page, she was the first that signed with an agent, and so officially the first NIL athlete. Yeah, they, uh, they always said that when this stuff went <clears throat> went live that the people who would benefit the most from were bringing the, the female student athletes, like Ladies. volleyball players, yeah. and the, and the attractive oh yeah Instagram component of that I guess is why right yeah no for sure it's a good story Jason I will uh she said I will always appreciate and love uh, the support from you guys but if you come to a meet I want to ask you to please be respectful of the other gymnasts and the gymnastics community as we are just doing our jobs and she again she riles them up sometimes taking selfies in front of them that's part of her social media deal. But now they're just rabid, bro. That that she's basically created this rabid pack of young dudes. Well, there's and a, they're following her all around. There is a there is so a just, just be like be careful, crazy. real talk. We lab but, but be careful here. There's a fine line too, right? Because you only, it only takes one crazy. Well, there's a lot of weird. It only takes there. one crazy. That's yeah, exactly no, because right. it's part of her brand. You know, it's part of how she makes money. But it's also like you know, she has to be able to perform like on the mat as well. You know. Yeah. 
to sort of like justify the whole it's the whole dichotomy there so um yeah it's uh well well you got to stop going to those meets man you got to stop being crazy over there i know you that's where you were you know no i don't know that ain't me (laughs) i'm lizzo oh yeah that's right that's where i'm at isn't she coming to the forum soon When's her thing? I don't know the date, John. Okay. But yes, yeah, she's coming. Lizzo's coming. That's where you were. Be this ready. And you were at Baton. You were in Baton Rouge for the uh, the LSU meet. So that's what she's talking to you, man. She's talking to you. Are you laughing at me bringing this story to the table? Are you no, trying to make some. Jo- this is a big story. It is ESPN, a big story, sir. It's uh, no. I, Who are you I, looking at in there? Who's, I, who's in there? I don't. I don't like when I don't have eye it, contact it, from it, you. It's uh, somebody that's subscribed to her OnlyFans, uh, Bennett. Uh. <laughs> I know Bennett knows who Olivia Dunn is. Oh, he he gets that charge every month, fool. He gets that. Uh, Careful. What? What? Careful. You know who? Got, you know who just been about to have a baby. You know who just made it OnlyFans? Who? Iggy Azalea. See that big old tail she talked about. Yeah, but wasn't like, her line uh, shake a little tail? I don't know. Remember when the, your boy from the Raider or uh, your writer from the Raider said something oh, about yeah, her? Yeah, 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 yeah. And says so she she clapped back at yeah, it. She, she said, a, "If you'd seen my money for shaking a little tail for these right, fools, right. you'd shut up, boy." Yeah, that's right. That's what she said. And now she's going to uh, OnlyFans. So I'm proud to say I. I you, you were you were obligated to say something. You, we can't just pause. Well, I, I'm proud and to say is, that I you brought not that subscribe to anyone's OnlyFans. You ain't going to catch that charge on on my joint. You just do the free ones. There ain't no free ones. There ain't no free OnlyFans. No. But there's what you talk There's now, free stuff all over. It's different. It's Stop di- playing. OnlyFans is, is a personal experience. That's, that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like you can, like, not only do you have access to the stuff, it's also like. Next story. You, uh, you, <laughs> Brad's uh, got several accounts, apparently. You, you get to, like, interact. He doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> He's got. <laughs> yeah, get move move along. Next story. We 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 dox Brad. We did, yeah, and Olivia Dunn really. Yeah, she has <laughs> only thing has only whatever you call it has no business Man, in any in any like story or know. conversation about her. No, what is OnlyFans? It's only it's worse when you act like you Stop don't know. Stop playing, Brad. It's worse when you act like you don't know. Nobody believes no, you. I'm trying to get him to since he's an expert to to, to uh, Brad, tell our Brad, audience. Brad's gonna use the whole and educate me line. We ain't falling for that. No, I'm Brad. trying. I'm trying to have him educate the audience we, we on OnlyFans. We ain't falling for that. If you don't know, you know what, what OnlyFans is. You gotta get your head hey, out of your ass. You know how you say leave meat on the bone? He got plenty of meat. Mm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not uh, gonna e- explain it. Thank here, you. Nor it's, do it's I need a, to. It's a new hustle. Uh, thank you. Yeah, it's not. It's not so new. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.